Hi guys, sports cards nonsense. It's gonna be hard to keep a straight face with you looking like this. Jesse, I'm gonna keep it on. Jesse could not find his is a Kazam. Is what you promised it's, the listeners. I, I said I would wear Kazam. Uh, Shaq failed me. I thought if I wished for it, it would appear, and it didn't. That's Kazam's fault. Okay, Batman so showed the, up. You went with the, how much sweat? Be straight with me. You're also wearing a sweatshirt. How much it's moisture so is in that room hot. right now? You I must just, be dying. I just want to take it off. But it's it's a sports cards nonsense. Even though we can't sell this one anymore, we do have other merch available. Please check it out with my face on it. You take that mask off when Rob go <laughs> Rob Goff comes on. I'm uh, taking dude it who bought the then. mantle for five point two million is going to join us later in the show. Got some other cool topics. I think they're cool. I don't really know what other people will think. I'm going to continue it. the trend of being nice to you because that seems to go over well. It makes I noticed me uncomfortable. less views on YouTube. More nice comments. The nicer people are, the less they care. Exactly. So, you got to just be, drill into me this this time. Well, you're wearing a Batman mask. Shouldn't be hard. I've been drinking Monster. <laughs> go ahead and introduce Big Picture. I'm jittery as anything. No food. Nothing but Monster. Let's go. Here we go. That's Big Picture. Makings of the perfect episode. NFL quarterback rumor talk. What do we got? This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com, Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Yeah, so some cool news this week, obviously, which you have the details of the DAC Prescott deal, right? Got some Dak Prescott. Cowboys, man. So four years? All right. Is it 160 so, million? So yeah, we got a four-year deal. He's looking at $240 million. Um, that includes $126 million guaranteed with a $66 million signing bonus. Um, it says it's like a six-year deal technically, but two of those deals Options years are void. Yeah. So, so here's yeah. I mean, here's the big news with uh, with Dak, I heard Teddy Teddy Bruschi talking today on ESPN. Actually, I always like going back to Patriot players. It's not Super Bowl or bust for the Cowboys. I mean, I guess not. But you just threw that kind of money at a QB. I, I'd want to win some playoff games. I mean, at some point, yeah. the Cowboys got to start getting relevant in the playoffs. It'll be interesting too to see how how uh, Dak comes back. I mean, his leg was in pieces last time we saw him on the field. A gruesome ankle injury. That- can I just ask, what's why is everybody so obsessed when he hasn't proven himself after the injury? I know, granted, like they say, he's going to be 100% by the time, you know, play starts. But, man, spending record amount of money on someone. I got to take this off. I got to take this off. Spending record amount of money. Sweating with the oldies. There he is. <laughs> I am sweating. I'm literally sweating. <laughs> oh, God. But, I mean, I just it, it does make me question what makes him worth it. I mean, he's he's a he's a very good quarterback. I, I'll, I have, I mean, I struggle with Dak too. He's never been an elite QB. I mean, you need a quarterback in the league, no question. They have the other pieces around him. I mean, Zeke is an elite running back. You've got some really talented wide receivers. The defense is decent. I mean, maybe, but then when people come out and say things like Brewski said, it's not Super Bowl or bust. So what are we doing here? Like you're going to sign a guy up for huge money? I just I don't know what. I, I'm not sure. I mean, I don't know what other option you had, although we're going to talk about Russell Wilson. Wilson was on the list. He said he would approve a trade to Dallas. Russell Wilson is a top five guy in the league. There's not even a comparison between Russ Wilson and Dak Prescott. Dak's good. He's never been anywhere close to Wilson. So I, I don't know. And then coming off the injury, again, he's a fairly mobile QB. 
until we see that, I think he probably, I'm, I'm sure their training staff and, the, and their, their health guys know he's coming back healthy. It won't be an issue. But yeah, I kind of felt the same way. Like, you know, they put him on the tag last year, so they only had the one-year thing. I don't know. I mean, I, I guess it's fine. I, if, if you're high on Dak, I'll say this. His prices have never been lower. I'm not buying Dak. That's what I was going to say. I looked at his card prices. It didn't seem like the deal didn't seem to really do much for the card prices. No, I mean, you, you know, you're in the middle of the offseason with football, so it's not a ton of hype. Again, he's never proven he can get to that elite level. He's had games of elite play, but never consistently. Playoff record. I mean, he's not done never really made any noise in the playoffs. I don't know. If, again, if you're a Cowboys guy and you're a believer, cool. Now's your time to buy because there's never going to be a cheaper chance to get in. And maybe this is the year he puts it together and, and they do something. I, I Again, I kind of struggle. Does this make them better than... Tampa, Green Bay, New Orleans, depending on the quarterback situation. I mean, I still feel like there's other teams out, out in the NFC that are better than them, even with Dax. So I, I don't know. I'll be curious to see what happens with him. Who else is on your list? You had a few QBs you mentioned. We got Deshaun Watson. Very little with Deshaun yeah. Watson, right? Almost no new, tr- yeah, almost no new trade rumors. The GM for the Broncos was asked about Deshaun. He said and he was very careful. You obviously can't talk about guys too much that are under contract, but basically said they're not shutting any doors. I would love to see him go to Denver. Denver has a really good offensive line, an incredible receiving core. I think Deshaun and Denver would be awesome. You'd have to give up all your draft capital, but that team is already pretty young and talented as it is. I would. I think that'd be really cool to see Deshaun. Price-wise, his stuff is already through the roof right now. I, I don't think we see another bump when he gets traded. I don't think Deshaun's stuff rises again until it increases in price again until we see him on the field with a team winning games. So. All right. How about, speaking of, how about Russell? Yeah, so Wilson originally said four teams. I'm going to forget one. I know Dallas, the Bears, the Saints. Who was the fourth team he mentioned? Raiders. The Raiders. Yeah. Okay, so obviously Dallas is off the table. You know, the Bears, that's a weird, to me, I don't know what that does for the Bears. Huge improvement at quarterback, but you're going to have to give up everything else, and that team has plenty of holes in it. So I don't know that he makes the Bears a contender because of what they have to give up to get him. Well, Russell said, or his agent said, that Saints is his preferred team. Yeah, now New Orleans is a weird spot. I mean, obviously, Breeze, who has not retired yet officially, I mean, Breeze yeah. is going to have to retire for that to even be a possibility, which I think is kind of a foregone conclusion, I would, I think. Yep. Um, Jameis, I don't know if Jameis can play there or not. You know, we haven't seen Jameis really start for any length of time in a while. Taysom Hill is not going to be a, a, an every-week quarterback. You know, the Saints are interesting, though. They have a very good defense. They've got Michael Thomas, who most people would argue is top three when healthy. Uh, Alvin Kamara is an awesome running back in the pass game, especially. I mean, that's a team with weapons. You put Russell Wilson on the Saints, that's a scary team. Russell Wilson on the Saints this past year probably wins the Super Bowl because Tampa's not beating the Saints with Russell Wilson on them. I mean, he goes to the Saints, I got to think instantly they are the favorite out of the NFC next year. As long as you don't have to give up Michael Thomas or Kamara. You can give up a ton of draft capital, but but that team's intact. The Raiders, same thing. The Raiders have some good pieces. I don't know how much you'd have to give up to get Wilson. I just don't feel like the Raiders or the Bears, with everything they'd have to give up, are a better team than Seattle is. So if I'm Wilson, why leave and go to a team, you know, like one of those two? To me, the yeah. Saints would be the only option, or the Cowboys had Dak not re-signed. Yeah. But if you went to the Saints, that'd be weird. I mean, that'd be the most talented offense he's ever been a part of, I think. I think it's, I, I'm very curious. I wonder why he's, Drew Brees is taking so long to announce anything official. 
Yeah, and I'll be honest, I haven't really paid attention to much Breeze offseason stuff, so I'm not sure. Uh, as far as like salary cap ramifications and different things like that, I don't, this is a sports card show. I don't really, yeah. <laughs> I haven't looked into the Drew Brees contract situation too much. But if Wilson went there, I think that would be his most legitimate chance to win, which is what he has to do. Russ Wilson at this point is established. He's unbelievable. For you to get to the next level, you got to win big games. You got to win rings. That's the next thing for Wilson to do. And on the Saints, I mean, he's in the discussion for sure preseason to win a ring. So, all right. You know, the other guy I have on here is Sam. Is that who you have Darnold next? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Darn Arnold. Yeah. So, Sam Darnold, the Jets have the number two pick. You got to think they're taking Zach Wilson, which means Darnold's on the trading block. I don't know how much you have to give up for Darnold, and I don't really know what he's that, – that Jets team is so pathetically terrible. I don't know if he's going to be good anywhere or if he's just in a situation where it's so bad he's never had a chance to succeed. Uh, you know, it's a quarterback-driven league. Somebody, I think, will overpay in draft capital to get him. And, and who knows? I mean, if you're looking to take a flyer on a cheap guy, Darnold prices are super low right now. I don't think it's the worst move. Because you got to think anywhere he goes is an improvement, unless he gets signed somewhere where he's clearly the backup. There's plenty of teams that need a starting quarterback, so I could see him starting next year. But there hasn't been a lot of rumors with him, unless you saw something different. No, 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 I didn't. And in fact, I think I, my biggest question is: so we talk about Dak, Deshaun, Wilson, Darnold. Out of those four, what's your feel as far as most potential for card value increase? I mean, based on the current market, I think Dak, again, Dak's another guy. We've seen him do good in the regular season, so the only thing he does to really boost this stuff, to me, is postseason. Deshaun, depending on where he goes, could get weird. If he goes to Denver and comes out the first game and has a monster game, and it looks like this team's going to be a contender in the playoffs, I think Deshaun could have the most immediate. And then if Wilson goes to the Saints, that's a perfect situation. I mean, Wilson in the Saints, to me, there's so much hype offseason for that. I think you would see an immediate jump. So I don't think we see Deshaun Price's move based on a trade. I think you'd see Wilson Price's move a little bit based on just where he ends up, if he if he ends up getting traded. And then Darnold, same thing. I think people need to see him play. There you go. That's NFL QB rundown. Thank you, sir. I feel like the mask in the heat is taking it out of you. Where I just, is the I've, excitement? I'll put it back on. All right, it's coming back on, guys. You talked <laughs> me into it. All right, here speaking we go. Of, speaking of coming back, we're revisiting, revisiting. revisiting the mask, revisiting the 90s. My 90s. lights are dancing around in here. I'm I don't Batman. know what's going on. So we talked some 90s guys last week, guys <laughs> that had dipped off, some guys yep. where they had peaked. We talked about Dirk, Duncan, a few different guys. I know Indy, the intern, did some work for us this week. I actually have we not looked at this. It. I have not yeah. looked. I did the rest of it, so I didn't Very check Very nice reporting. All right, let's start with Chris Weber. Uh, yeah, so we're talking Topps Finest, 93. What's the peak of that? I mean, what, what's like the peak and what's it at right now? All right, so high sale. Um, actually, PSA 10, I'm guessing, right? Yes, PSA 10. Uh, it wasn't long ago, actually. So March 6th, so it was at 600 bucks. So that's his current mark. So here's yeah. the thing with Chris Weber. I think the announcement is the 16th of May. He's eligible for the Hall of Fame again this year, obviously. I think the final voting and the tally and all that is is May 16th, if I remember that right. I actually think he might get in this year. Uh, really? Some of the guys, especially at the ringer here, a lot of guys have been talking about him. Maybe this is the year. If that happens, I think you'd see a big bump. And the fact that his stuff hasn't tailed off like the others, definitely room for growth. I like Weber. You know, kind of the junk wax guy, too. He came in early 90s. Yeah, so I think Weber's a solid buy. Again, you haven't seen his prices tank because I think people are excited that some excitement that, hey, if he makes the haul, there's going to be a significant bump. And he's still very relevant on the social scene. So 
I, I like Weber. Yeah, I, I think, think that's Weber's interesting. Between last week and this week, he's one of the only guys that we've talked about so far that his value is currently at highs, not like so uh, Dirk Nowitzki. We do have an update on that. Dirk just sold another PSA 10 tops Chrome for 4,000 like two or three nights ago. Oh, so Dirk has, Dirk has not fallen off at all either. There yeah, you go. Dirk's another guy. Let's bring up Penny. Penny Hardaway, uh, we're looking at his 93 tops PSA 10. Um, there Now, we also have pop on this. There's only 29 uh PSA 10s. So just keep that in mind. That seems crazy low. Uh 93 tops finest PSA 10 has a little bit higher. This so he's got two rookies that we've got up here. The they're both very low population. 178 for the tops finest versus 29 both PSA 10s. Really? Yeah. What's what's his what's his uh scale look like? Like what's his price been doing? Did he drop off end of February or no? So highest was mid February four sixty one. Recent sales were three hundred. Um, oh, okay, so he's almost like Duncan. He had a yeah. wicked spike and then has come way down. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, Penny's another guy. I'm not sure what else he does to really make news. So if you're gonna if you're looking to buy him because he was a fan favorite too for years. So if you're looking to get Penny stuff, it's probably a good idea to buy it now because eventually, you know, we've seen the money go from the '90s guys really start pouring into the new guys again lately. I think eventually you start to see these prices climb. So if you're looking to get in, not a bad time to do it. All right. Let's go T-Mac. Are you familiar with T-Mac? Tell me you know T-Mac. Do you know T-Mac? <laughs> you did not know him. We talked about him a month ago. Tracy, Tracy McGrady. McGrady. I did know. I was just teasing so that all everyone would hate me and leave really yeah, bad comments. I like McGrady. Again, still very relevant on the scene. You know, he's either on TNT, ESPN, whatever. He's always on TV. I mean, and again, just the fact that somebody's in front of the camera that much, I think it kind of reminds the hobby they're still around, which is why I like Shaq, Charles Barkley, guys like that who are still very involved. You know, McGrady was unbelievable scorer. I feel like if McGrady could have consistently stayed healthy, we would have him ranked so much higher. And he never won rings, which always, you know, in basketball especially kills it. What's his value? Like, what's his chart look like, I guess? He's looking at a high price in early January, a little over a thousand dollars. But for what card? We're talking for a PSA ten of a ninety-seven tops chrome. Okay, which is the same year as Duncan. A thousand bucks. Duncan topped out at five thousand. So this one has since dropped almost forty uh, percent. So he's looking at about six hundred, six hundred to seven hundred in some cases. I mean, I guess to put in perspective, obviously he's nowhere near Duncan like on the all-time list. Duncan's a top 10 guy easily. But you're telling me he sells for, you know, 30% of what Duncan, not even 20% of what Duncan's moving for? I don't think T-Mac's a terrible, and, and 1000 bucks for a PSA 10 at the peak is not a huge, is not a huge top-out number. I, think I don't he, know. Like, what brings him back up, though? Is he is he Hall of Fame worthy? I mean, you're just saying he doesn't. Oh, so he's already in the Hall of Fame. What so brings I his think, value up? I think what brings him back would be just when this whole era starts moving up again. Because like Kobe stuff is way down right now, right? Kobe yep. stuff is down across the board, as a matter of fact. But Kobe, Garnett, Duncan, once we get NBA playoffs, it's just going to bring way more attention to the game in general. We're going to start seeing some of these documentaries with Magic coming out. And there's somebody else, another significant player, has a documentary. Uh, I think actually John Moran has a documentary coming out. And then you're going to start seeing the Hall of Fame inductions. Last year's, they're going to have the ceremony. And then in September, they'll have this current class. I just feel like that all together will just pour a bunch more interest and money into this side of the hobby. Again, right now, it's kind of gone. It shifted from the 90s. It went crazy and spiked, 80s, 90s even. 
and it went, you know, you start to see Luca move up a little bit, and Zion's moved, all the new money. I think we'll start to see that move back as these events start to happen a little bit later in the year. When that happens, I do think people will look at Tracy like, hey, this is one of the guys who was great and didn't quite, you know, peak like the other ones. So I could see him him moving up again. So you think he's going to increase, not basically based on him alone, but as the based market on, increases. On the market for that specific he, era. He goes up with it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Like Allen Iverson. Iverson's not going to do anything that's going to move his market individually. But I think when that whole when that whole era of the market starts moving again, which is why I think a guy like Weber will benefit doubly from that. He's going to possibly make the haul. I think he will this year. And then that whole movement's just kind of going anyways. Weber's a perfect choice to me. I think you could see real growth with Chris Weber. All right, uh, let's you know, let's go to Allen Iverson. Let's oh, talk. is he on the list? Yeah, we got yeah, Iverson. A- AI stuff has dropped big. Simmons was texting me about AI. He loves yeah. him. Yeah, I think his tops Chrome. One of them sold what twelve and a half thousand at one okay. point. Okay, so or just 14. about thirteen thousand. This is okay. the ninety six, ninety seven tops Chrome PSA ten. Those are doing like seven to eight now, aren't they? Oh no, sir. Less recent sales three thousand thirty eight hundred, maybe oh. forty nine hundred, but yeah, they have sunk what what do you think the reason is for that like because that's big that's a big drop that's huge that's way more than any other any person we've seen drop yeah yeah that's weird to me i knew they had moved down i didn't realize they dropped that much you know ai is another guy though people like alan alan was unbelievable one of the best two guards of all time i mean you know another one i would just say if you like alan iverson which a ton of people do i don't know that they're going to get much lower than they are now considering they were 4x what they are at the peak that's insane. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's a huge drop. If you if you are in the market for an Allen Iverson and those numbers scare you a little bit, the PSA nines have also dropped significantly. They were about two thousand. Tops they've dropped down. Yeah, same tops Chrome. Those have now dropped to about seven forty, seven fifty. I'll say so. this about the nineteen ninety six tops Chrome. That was Kobe's rookie as well. The only thing that scares me and that I hate, and it was the same the year after ninety seven with Duncan. That tops chrome, even if it's slab, we've talked about before, it can start to turn gr- The card itself can literally start to green. Oh, like, really? It starts to hulk up. I hate that. Okay. Nothing worse than having a card that's protected in a graded holder and being like, you know, <laughs> at some point am I going to wake up and this thing's like literally just turning a different color? But oh, I think one AI of my best an- friends as Batman, even though it's a different universe. That's Marvel versus DC. Continue. Go ahead. What do you wish you hadn't said? <laughs> <laughs> There's a nonsense factor of the show. Good for you. you Thank know what? you. Here's what I would always tell you. Shout it out when you know the answers. We're excited. <laughs> excited. You know That's what? Why I'm Actually, so quiet. And Monday, I want you painted green. No mask. I want you hulked up yourself. Oh, my God. I, well, don't yeah, say things. That you say it on, on air. You blew it with the Kazam thing. That's Kazam's Show- fault. It's not Kazam. It's your fault. Let's go. All right. Green Kevin on Garnett. Monday. Let's, let's do one more. Kevin what Garnett. has Garnett stuff done? We haven't talked about him in over a month either. Uh, what 95, does he have on there for card? So cards? we're looking at the 95 Tops PSA 10. Tops Chrome? Uh, No, this is just showing tops. tops. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. just tops. Mm -hmm. So this is showing PSA 10 high sale of 2200 back in February, end of uh, February 23rd. So a couple weeks ago. What's it doing now? Recent sales dropped down to about 13 to 1400. See, and he's another guy. They're going to have the ceremony with him, Kobe, and Duncan in May. I think, you know what's weird about that too? That finest, does he have the finest rookie on there for him? Yep. Mm-hmm. What, give me that one, because that's more his mainstay than the tops. Okay, so we're looking at twenty six hundred February seventeenth, and that hasn't moved well, much, right? Yeah, no, that's about two grand still plus. Yeah, with twenty two hundred, maybe twenty five. Which is 25. crazy. The one I bought 
I think I paid five seventy five for maybe three or four months ago. So he's one of the guys who has gone wow. up four to five times and hasn't come down. It, which is funny to me that Duncan has come down so much because Duncan is in this class as well. I don't know what sep- I mean. I don't know what the big distinction is between Duncan and KG right now. They both they're both going to come up for the Hall of Fame induction. I think you'll see Duncan prices move. I do wonder if Garnett stuff will jump even next level. Well, the nines have so we saw the tens have not moved that much. The nines have dropped about twenty to thirty, forty percent in some cases. So nines of that same tops finest mm-hmm. are selling at five hundred twelve back in February. Now they're selling for about three hundred, maybe three fifty. That's a huge buy. I almost want to switch my straight cash homie. Finest Garnett PSA nine is doing three fifty. Yep. So what is that? Three fifty compared to twenty three, twenty four hundred for a ten. What is that? Thirty percent. Thirteen percent. It's not even close. It's like thirteen percent. My major is in business finance, so I don't need to know. Allegedly, that. you're wearing a Batman mask <laughs> and a sweatshirt inside, and it's warm out. So I don't know how so what your major hot. is. I mean, Garnett's another guy. Then if you and, it's, and he has some weird off brands. We've talked about his flair card before. Thank you. Super low pop. That PSA nine is still worth a fraction of the ten. Garnett's probably still a good buy then. I mean, obviously the market hasn't cooled off. So yeah. I think out of that whole list, I would target Garnett and Weber. And I think Weber has the most upside because I think eventually he gets in. So anybody else go. on that list? Uh, you want to do one more? We do have one I more. Know. I just figured. Who is it? Uh, we got Steve Nash. All I'm going to say about Steve Nash. I still think Steve Nash is a good. What's he down? I don't need numbers. Percentage so wise. He went from 14 down to 1,000. Right now. Here's the nice thing about Nash, though. Coaching the Nets right now, I think the Nets are going to go on a crazy run, and I think you'll see his stuff get a little bit more of a bump anyway. So I think Nash is probably a good buy, too. Top 10 point guard for sure. So, yeah, there you, there go. you go. Nash and Weber, I, I think, are the two with the most upside there. Garnett, maybe. but That was 90s fo- best. My that, was 90s sweat, basketball. that was sweating with Batman. Was- <laughs> sweating with the 90s Batman. Val when, Kilmer edition. When's Bill Russell getting back on here? When's Richard Simmons coming back? When when is when are all these guys coming back on? Just you don't have to go when and then you say we each did one. We could have just stopped. Then you said another one. When when is Bill Russell coming back? What, <laughs> what is, is the he... deal? Oh God! What is the deal with I'm, the Hulk? I am going I to cry. You, I want you painted green. Don't Here cry. I don't need the JG Mafia coming after <laughs> me. Good grief! I'm a, I'm very manly. This is just a, a show for all those people. All who right, care. Move along. What's next? New releases. What's coming out? Yeah, so tomorrow, of course, this show comes out on Friday. We're recording on Thursday. So on Friday, March 12th, 2021 Donruss Baseball, which I like. is a cheap product. I think you can get boxes in the 125 range on that stuff. couple hits. You got a bunch of paper rookies. That's like a fun one you can actually rip with a kid, and you're not going to spend a million dollars. So 2021 Baseball. Where Don are they Russ getting baseball. these boxes? Because that's going to be the big question. You, you can definitely look on eBay for wax. You know, And then there's just wholesalers out there. Steel City, Blowout. Blowout's a little bit more expensive right now. Dave and Adams, uh, if you have a local card shop, card shops always carry stuff like this because they're cheap. You can sell them by the pack or by the box. Uh, and plenty of Facebook groups, too. I'm sure Eddie will have some at Geo Breaks. I mean, we'll have some over there for sure. Uh, but I like John Russ for like a cheap, you can rip it and not feel like you're going to spend a ton of money. You are going to spend a ton of money, though, on 2020 Panini One Football. So it just has one autograph card. It comes in case from Panini. Uh, obviously with the rookie class, the numbers are huge. I think those are going to come out at like six to 700-ish in that range. They're going to be expensive. And again, you just get one card. Now you pull a Joe Burrow, it's going to be worth huge money. You pull the Brady, it's going to be four figures. Um, There's going to be some weak hits though, obviously too. The checklist isn't overly big, but there's plenty of 
50 to $100 cards. So I would say if you're looking for like something to rip with the kids and a cheap, a cheap chase and have fun with, I like Don Russ Baseball. If you've got some cash to spend, you, you like the thrill. You're one of these dudes who likes to really get into you know, high-end stuff. I think Panini One is awesome. Looks-wise, Panini One is one of the best-looking products of the year. I think it's an awesome product. It's just really expensive. So you gotta be got to be prepared to spend with Panini Speaking One. Speaking of the look of cards, don't we oh. have someone scheduled coming up in the next week? Coming up on Monday, Blake Jameson. I like tops. when you tease things that... Just waiting. Put the, put the mask back on. I didn't know you were going to start teasing next week's show here. What do you want me to do about that? I'm just, this is, that was a perfect a, segue. It looks great. What it's else not even on great? the Google Sheet. I There's know a Google that. Sheet with show notes. The Google Sheet is not oh, the end all be all. Listen to me. You start dropping okay. random hints about who's coming on the show. You're wearing a Batman mask. You're sweating your brains out and you're wearing a sweatshirt. I haven't slept in three nights. You need to I think sleeping. I have sleep apnea. Okay. Something's all up right. We're going to work this out. It's not great. You need more monster in your life. Blake Jameson, he, he's the top 70th. Is it top 70, right? Yeah. I believe is the name of the project. He's an artist there. Uh, I didn't know how big he was. The dude has like 95,000 followers on Twitter. So, yeah, he's going to come on and talk yeah. to us about the hobby. I told him, I, I didn't include you in the email. Thank you. <laughs> I told him I wanted a, in payment for coming on the show, I want a picture of me and you just standing there. Yep. Just topless. Sport, yeah. SCN right across the chest. Wouldn't be the first, you. won't be the last. Certainly. Um, I think he's also, uh, this will be fun. He, I think he's going to do a little giveaway too. So be sure oh, to tune really? in. Yeah. Be sure okay. to tune in next week. Cool. I like All it. All right. I don't know why we tease that in the middle of the show, but I'm glad you felt the need to. Why not? People don't know. What if people aren't listening to the end? They're, they're in it for the straight let me cash tell, homie. Let me tell you what people and are that's why for, they're here. What you're going to say right now. Straight. Tease. Start again. I, I, I apologize. You yep. messed me. Oh, JG Mafia, assemble. Attack. Right. <laughs> you like Chris Evans. Oh, God. Get, me on, the, get me on the Marvel podcast. I'd be great. When you're painted green on Monday, they might have you on. All right. You take it. I'm going to lean back. Go. Here's all the nonsense. Here we go. Straight cash, homie. A little breathy at first, but that's my fault. That was good. God. Uh, my, my my recording app just said, "Are you playing music?" They recognize Zoom recognizes my voice musically. Show right there just says that maybe is is the person you're talking to wearing a Batman mask? Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> These are questions that computers. It's not me. It's the question. A, that, yeah, computer Zoom knows. Let's do this. All right, uh, Victor Oladipo. I'll be honest. I have not been paying a ton of attention to the Victor Oladipo market. It's not in that email, is it? Indy the intern actually sent this one over, and I looked into it. I really like it. Super low pop on Victor stuff compared to most. He came out of the 2013? I believe sure. he was a... Google that real quick. Give me his year, because I do not have it written down. I'm pretty sure his rookie year was a 2013. His Prism PSA 10 is only trading at 200 bucks. I like that. His Immaculate Patch Auto rookie, so the... Uh, the vertical card, small patch window, uh, autograph numbered out of 99. It's selling for like 250 the last 2013. few. It is. Okay, it's 2013. So his Prism PSA 10 for 200, his immaculate rookie patch auto with a multicolor patch, like a nice jersey patch on it, like 250. Here's the reason I like that. They're talking about him getting traded. And the three teams that he was rumored to, I think it was Windhorse or Wojanowski, somebody mentioned it, the Knicks, the Warriors, and the Heat. He goes to the Knicks. I don't crazy love it. It's cool. I mean, he'll at least be in the playoffs. The Warriors of the Heat, though, especially if he goes to the Heat, 
that's a weird team. That's a team that's going to win some serious games in the playoffs. I mean, those, the Warriors, too, could get interesting. But if he went to Miami, either way, Miami or Golden State, I think you'll see a big jump in his prices. So I actually think he's a good, it's a good time to buy him. Uh, his populations are low, so it's not easy to just go on eBay. Although these cards are on eBay currently. I think that's a good buy for 200 and 250 And then credit where credit is due, Jesse Rhodes Gibson, the Rhodes oh, Scholar. New- Please don't look me up. I mean, you're on a show. I don't. Yeah, but they didn't know my middle name. Now they're going to pull my credit report and see how immaculate it is, and they're going to be jealous. You are always, you have always been very impressed with your own <laughs> credit score. So Jesse like said, "Hey, you know what? We need a buy. Um, we need a straight cash homie stimulus buy. Oh, it's yeah, a little maybe. bit less than the fourteen hundred dollars. Luca Prism PSA ten. We talked about go. that last week. They topped out at two thousand bucks. Right now they're the eighth seed, eighth best record in the West at nineteen and sixteen. He's hitting his stride. I mean." And Luke is just one of those guys who can take over a couple games late in the season or in the playoffs. I think you could see that card hit 2000 bucks again, and I think it's a safe buy. I don't think it's going to drop much below. Like I said, I think you can get it right now twelve to 1300 range. Uh, but if you want to spend your stimulus check on Luca, yes, the population is high. No, I'm not saying hold on to it for 10 years. But for a couple-month window, I think you could see a nice return on Luca. I do like that card. So Victor Oladipo and Luca, my two guys for today. Uh this day in history, I like this thing just because I do. One year ago today is when the NBA officially shut down because Rudy Gobert tested positive for COVID. Ooh. And then my favorite stat, oh, I don't have the year. I think it was 1985. 1917, NHL championship, first ever played, first game ever played. There, there you, you go. go. Perfect. <laughs> I want to say, look, Google real quick, Larry Bird scores 60 points. I want to say it was 1985, but it was this date, March 11th. Bird scored 60 what was cool about it, most people will remember it if you're old enough, McHale, nine days before, set the Celtics record with 57. And when he came off the floor, Bird was like, you should have scored 60. He kind of let up in the fourth. So Bird comes out nine days later against the Hawks and scores 60 points. All-time Celtics record. Shot like 22 for 36. I mean, dude was just lighting it up. Was it 85? Yeah, March 11th. 85. March 11th, Man, did you know that just off your memory? Or I were you... love that thing because when McHale <laughs> comes off, he's not even happy for him. He's just like, you should have gone for 60. And then intentionally, a week and a half later, Bird goes for 60 to take the record. I just thought it was funny. But that's how Bird was. I want Larry Bird on the show. That's my goal. I want Leslie Nope and Larry Bird on the show together. Why? Both people. Okay, there you go. Let's do it. Well, with that in mind, we are going to jump to. Do you want to do a couple of mailbag questions or what? I don't know. Yeah, how much time I think we, we got. We we neglected the fans. We'll Let's go. I think they want to know a few things. And then Let's we'll go jump to over mailbag. to Rob. Rob's just about ready to go. Let's do. Um, okay, this is now granted. Before we get into these, just sometimes guys, we're going to ask questions you may have already heard, but with a little bit different spin. I got a guy wanting. What's the best route to get into trading when you're on a budget? Montana Rex wants to know. And then it was backed by several other people, even though we've answered something similar to this. Yeah, we got this question. I mean, again, it's like anything else you're going to get into. First of all, establish what your budget is and establish what kind of time frame you have. You know, if, if you say, hey, I have $500 to spend and I, I have about three months grace period when I need to start getting money back, I think basketball is your best bet. Baseball's kind of already peaked. I think we're going to see prices kind of level off until the season and then how they play will determine the market. Uh, football is too far off. We're not going to see a spike in the next few months. Um, but basketball right now, who's who's play, going toward the playoff? Who is going to be a good buy? Because we're going to see a spike in a couple of months. Um, and if you have a limited budget, I wouldn't mess around with like the second and third tier guys. I'd stick with a Luca. 
instead of going after the premium brand Prism PSA 10 of a guy not as good as Luca, I would rather spend $300 on a cheaper Luca card. I'd rather have the player than the brand. So I would go after a Luca. A Kevin Durant is down right now because of the injury. His prices are down at least. Um, you know, a guy like an Oladipo who, who could see a bump, although that's probably a little riskier because if he doesn't get traded. Um, you know, Bradley Beal, too, if he gets traded, his prices are going to jump. You can move it quick. But I like Luca. I still like John Morant. Uh, I would stick to the big-name guys. And then one of the biggest things, too, because then people say, okay, I went out and bought this card. Hey, the price has increased. Now what do I do? you got to get involved in stuff. You need to be on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, anywhere, blowout card forums, eBay, you know, because again, you have to have an outlet of, you know, where to sell these things. So that's always my thing to people. Get involved across all markets and be ready. And then also right now, if you want to set budget and a timetable, I wouldn't waste time trying to grade stuff. The grading delays are so, so long now. I would be buying something for what it sits at. Either buy it graded and sell it, or buy it raw with the intention of selling it raw because it's going to go up in value based on performance. I mean, right. that's a tough question to answer in like 30 seconds, but that, I don't know, kind of gives you an idea. Yeah, I think that's good. If, now, if you have long-term money, I would say buy football right now because I think football is definitely going to jump ear itch. I think football is definitely, <laughs> definitely going to jump uh, once the season comes around, but we're months away from that. So just depends right. on your time frame. Good Let's question. move on. Jesse Coakley. Coakley. He Jesse wants to know... Gibson. How do you decide if you're going with BGS or PSA for a grading card? You've mentioned, and you mentioned that recently, even with Steve Sloan on, you said you really like BGS. You, I love you like BGS for like new Pat. Almost all of my Brady's new autograph Brady stuff is BGS. I like the look of the holder. I like the grade. Although PSA does grade the autograph separate. I just like the look of the BGS holder for new stuff. It does sell a little less than PSA. I also think it's a little easier to get a nine five right now than it is to get a 10. When it comes to vintage, I'm all PSA. I don't care what the weight is. That's where you're going to get your money. And the, and the market is crazy. And even newer stuff when it comes to base cards especially. A Zion 9.5 is 400. A Zion PSA 10 is 700. You know, but you've got to factor in the weight. Again, what are you doing with that card? If it's PC, to me, what, what do you like best? And, and that's where I'd go with. If you're buying it to flip long-term, PSA is clearly shown they have the long-term resale value. And if you're going short-term, BGS times are delayed, not as bad overall as PSA. A lot of it just depends on what is the intent with the card, though. All right. One more. Let's do, okay. If we're doing one more, then I'm just going to go straight to Kyle Hubshish. I don't know. Hubshif, for sure. Yeah. Thanks, Kyle. Is this Facebook? What's, is this a Facebook group? This is, yeah, these are all Facebook By group way, questions. By the way, Sports Cards there, Nonsense. Yeah, Sports Cards Nonsense is the name of the Facebook group. You've got like 12 admins on there now, guys who I know in the hobby. That's the best place to post questions because guys will answer it rapidly. So that yep. group is what's that like four thousand members in the last couple of weeks. It's actually, it's a great community on there. So I will say that is the best place to get answers to a lot of this stuff. What did um, Kyle Hub say? So Kyle asks, "What now?" This kind of goes into what we were talking about. What's the hotter buy right now? Ninety six NBA draft class versus nineteen ninety eight. So you got your Kobe, AI, Nash versus your Dirk Pierce Carter. Right now, man, it's tough because the 96 stuff is down. 98 stuff is getting ready to get the bump because Pierce is going in the hall. And Carter, I think, is low. I would say if you're looking for a quick flip, actually, you know what? No, I'd go 96. Either way, I'd go 96 because I think Kobe alone is going to really bump that product up. I mean, Kobe's getting inducted in May, you know. And I think we're going to see a Kobe documentary eventually, too. 
you know, Pierce isn't getting into the hall until September. I, I think I think that 96 stuff, and it's so far down a lot of that stuff from where it was. I think 96 is a good play, although for a cheaper price, I like the 98 play because I love Vince Carter. I think he's cheap. Pierce, I think, is a good buy. Dirk, as we talked about last week, has a consistent market. I mean, if you have bigger money to spend, I, I think Kobe's a good buy right now. So that alone, I would go 96. But overall, I like the 98 class if, you want, if you're looking for a cheaper option to invest in. It's a good question, actually. I like that one. Kyle nice mailbag. Thanks, go. Kyle. There you go. All right, let's jump over to Rob. Speaking of guys who buy cards, this dude spent <laughs> $5 million on a Mickey Mantle. Let's talk to him and see what he has to say for himself. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, guys. So as we had kind of teased last week, Rob Go, Rob Goff, we talked to him off camera. He's not really sure how to pronounce his last name. It's a secret. Me and and Jesse certainly don't know, but hey, appreciate you joining (laughs) us. How are you doing today, man? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So we actually, just to let you in a little behind the scenes, we invited Rob last week because we're idiots and double booked it. We were pretty sure he wasn't going to show up, but then he graciously came back today. So sorry sorry for the screw up, man. Uh, Glad to have you back. First question, is the mantle on hand? No, it's out of Alton uh, in Oregon. Okay, good deal. I had to figure. So 5.2 million, again, for those who don't know, which most of our listeners already do, 1952 tops, Mickey Mantle, PSA 9. You bought that, what was it, two or three weeks ago now? Yeah, it's been a few weeks. Uh, yeah, it's been a while. Five point two million. Ooh, private sale. How do, how does that? Co- so I've been dealing in cards for years. I've made some nice six figure deals in person. How do you go about setting up a five point two million dollar private sale? What what does that look like? No, it's just it's the same as doing a hundred dollar sale. I mean, you know, you find the card, and luckily, you know, there was a middleman, uh, which was PWCC, and uh, they helped find it. And then it's just a normal, like a hundred dollar card. They start higher. The, the seller starts a little high, the buyer starts a little low, and then you kind of talk it out and you settle in the middle. And then you just uh, make the wire, make the wire. You know, luckily there was the middleman that had, that was kind of like the escrow sure. um, who had the card. I, I wired in the money and then they sent me the card. It was super easy and um, ways in selling a business or selling a car or selling a house. I mean, it, it was cake. That's wild. I want to get to the point where I'm just where 5.2 million leave my accounts just cake. So you've inspired me. <laughs> the show's getting there. We have about fifty two dollars in this account, so we're 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 catching up. Pretty close. Yeah, we're getting there. So let me ask. I mean, background in sports cards. I mean, what's what's your what's your history here? Or is this this just kind of a one off thing? No. So you know, I, I collected as a kid. Um, you know, super young, and then I, I got out of it. You know, I I had other passions in school and life and whatever. And then I got back in August. I had some friends reach out and said, "Hey, we're we're collecting sports cards, and the prices are going up." And honestly, you know, I got off the call and said, "These guys are crazy. Like, are they serious? There's collecting sports cards. What is this? What is this?" And um, and so, you know, I, I just bought, I, spent, I put a hundred grand into it and bought like a diversified, you know, combination of cards uh, of some, some news, some vintage, some basketball, some baseball, some football um, and whatever. And then once you get them in your hand, I came a little, I was like, oh, this is amazing. Kind of brings back the, um, the old, you know, vibes. And then, you know, the prices kept going up. 
So I kept just buying, you know, I'm like every day that I don't spend money, I'm, I'm losing money. Let's go. And, um, and then, you know, my mother sent me cards from when I was a kid and I went through all these cards, you know, nothing's really worth much. Um, but one of them was the 52 mantle. Um, it was a reprint in one of those big screw down cases. Yep. And it brought back that, like, that was the card when I was a kid, that, that was the most iconic card back then. And then, you know, I, I just, you know, I realized I got into it for the wrong reasons. I got into it for the pump and for the money. And then I started to really become a collector. And, um, and then I started buying that mantle card and I bought, you know, the, the four and then the five and the six and the eight. And, uh, you know, I thought it was undervalued and cause all the other cards were just going up so fast, um, 10 X, 20 X, 30 X. And this card didn't do that. So I pounced. That's pretty crazy. So let me ask you this of the stuff back in August. I mean, I, I've got to think you've seen crazy returns on that. Even if you haven't sold it, just the value now compared to then, I mean, five, 10 X and more on most of that stuff. Yeah. on a lot of it, you know, let's use the Jordan rookie PSA 10, you know, I've got okay. some of those and you know, that went from, I think I was paying 80 to a hundred back then. And now they, oh. you know, they, they topped it seven twenty or whatever. Crazy. Yeah. It's, you know, things have gone up. Nice. So, Rob, like for those who don't know, you're obviously you've got an acting career behind you. You also have, uh, you know, you've started a few businesses, Dope being one of your your current labels. What do you see in Hollywood and in the entrepreneurial business community? Are other people getting into the card market or is this you think you're more of a unique guy in that space? No, I mean, you definitely see that. I mean, on a daily basis, more and more celebrities, more and more athletes come in. I mean, I've had several athletes um, hit me up for, for help getting in. I'm doing a, a live today with, with, with an NFL player. And, um, and I think as more and more of those guys get in, then their fans are going to get in and still, you know, grow the hobby further. But I look at all these athletes and all these, you know, individuals with, with, you know, large loads of money, you know, they're making more and more money than ever. And as they come in, they're small VCs. So if I'm an athlete, personally, I'm not going to buy my competitor. I'm going to probably buy my own cars because that's dope as hell that I've got my own car. And then I'm going to buy like the vintage guys that I grew up as a kid looking up to and, and aspiring to be. So, you know, I, I, I definitely see uh, celebrities and athletes coming in on a daily basis. Hey, how old are you too, Rob? We should have looked this up. We, we Googled everything else. How old are you? 22. Nice. I believe that. Yep. That's what I, that's what I thought. Looking. I had 21. Okay. Because <laughs> I only asked because I am curious, just generationally. So we'll bo- I'll be 35 next month. Jesse's 34. I'm just yeah, curious. Similar age. Yep. Okay. I like it. Very shifty with the answers. He won't give us a pronunciation <laughs> of his last name. He's in Hollywood, bro. You can't ever give your age out. Is that that's a, a known fact. Is that, that a real thing? I still play like a 20 year old kid sometimes. Let's exactly, go. man. All right. Hey, that's all right. So listen up, young guy. Listen up, young fella. Uh, so I'm just curious, growing up, who were your guys in sports? Yeah, of course, you know, Jordan, even Shaq um, was was big then. But, you know, it was before I collected before LeBron and Kobe came around. Okay. Um, so, you know, it was it was the baseball, even like a Jose Canseco was big back, you know, when I was sure. growing up. So. Um, but definitely that, that mantle was, was just the, the iconic card. Do you have, do you have your eyes on anything else? Like what's the next card that you're looking out for? I mean, I'm, I'm buying constantly. Um, but you know, the, 
the next one for me is, is the 10. It's the only where to go. Um, you know, I, I look at it as this, you know, in, in the hobby, people think that maybe Honus would be comparison. Maybe some people say it's better. Some people say it's worse. I look at it going, I want the car to look good. It's, it's art for me. Like I'm not, it's not, it's more than just a card. And if you look at the mantle card, it's beautiful from a color standpoint, from a pristine like condition standpoint. I mean, it's gorgeous in person. And I, I don't know what Honus Wagner played as be, before I started buying cards. I don't even know what the hell Honus Wagner was. Um, <laughs> right. So I'm not going to chase that card. And if you look at the card sold for a million bucks, it looks like a piece of junk. I mean, it's all racked and things. So I'm not going to spend a million dollars on a card that doesn't look colorful. Like it's not art. I'm not going to hang that on my wall. Whereas the mantle card, it's just so colorful. And it just looks like, a, you know, it's a beautiful piece of, uh, of cardboard. <laughs> so. Hey, so let me ask you. Let me ask you this about the ten. I, I actually have no clue on pop. We didn't even look it up. There are there. What are there? A handful of those in the world. There's three tens and there's six nines. This is definitely the best nine. And and you know PWCC, uh, PSA people have you know commented that that this is definitely the best nine. It could arguably be better than you know maybe one of the tens or so. But it's it's um, there's three tens. Any leads wow. on any of those tens? Picking one up. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like this, when, when you've got, you know, a massive amount of money, it's hard to get that out of your hands, right? Because one, it becomes your identity. Those guys that have it, you know, they, that became their identity. They, they've got an incredible collection. So if you're going to offer them 30 million bucks, why would they sell? They're wealthy. They, they don't need the money. It's not going to be life-changing for them. So there's no sense in there. They're ever going to sell it. So the only way these kind of things come available is if they're estate planning, they're aging out, they're estate planning for the next thing, or they give them to a museum. So, you know, I don't know where these cards are going to go, if they're going to go to a museum or if they're going to end up maybe doing a deal to, you know, to a state plan. But, you know, I, the, the, those guys are legends and, uh, and I, you know, I would love to obviously have their collection. Sure. And let me ask you another thing, because obviously the real I mean, the whole the whole market has changed. I mean, not just the pricing, but just the way, you know, obviously we've only been on the ringer here. The exposure has been crazy for the card market. Uh, But what's been interesting is the amount of big money. So not only celebrities, right? Like our boss Simmons is obviously a a very wealthy guy. He's super invested in sports cards. You know, Gary V's come on with us. He's invested even people like yourself. But now we're starting to see, too, there's been a huge turn with like the tech guys. Guys who have a little bit of, of interest in sports, but a huge interest and, and a ton of wisdom in tech. And so like you're seeing like the fractionalization things and different things like that coming in. Is that anything you're interested in or have, have jumped into yet? Or what's your stance on those? You know, I'm not buying fractional because I can buy the real thing. Sure. But, um, but I do think fractional is incredible. You know, it, it allows, you know, me maybe as a, a young guy getting in, you know, to be able to own a piece of that and, uh, you know, feel like I've got a piece of that. So I think it's amazing that the fractional, I think it's going to continue to grow. And also it's kind of nice because you don't have to worry about the insurance of the product. You know, I spent a lot of money on insurance. I got to store it. Um, so you don't have those kind of fees. So, you know, I, I see it as a benefit and about, you know, allowing people to share these things. Um, but personally, you know, I haven't done it and I don't yeah. own it. If you can buy the card, just buy the card. Yeah, I'm kind of with you. Let me ask you this. Hang on. One more question, Jess, and then I'll stop walking all over your questions. I'm sorry, Jess. Okay. When you wear a white hoodie on an interview, it's hard to take you seriously. It's it's our hoodie. I know. You you look great. (laughs) You're looking, you're you're great. We're trying to sell these things. Yeah, Jess is doing doing wonderful. (laughs) Uh, I'm pretty sure that I already know your answer on this one. Top shot. 
any interest in that space at all or not really? Because that's obviously been a huge thing now. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm I'm not massive in it. Um, you you know, like I, the tangible piece in your hand. Yeah, a few months ago, I put in, I think, 25 grand into, into it. Um, but I, I'm a tangible guy. I think, you know, I, I see why it's, you know, why people like it. And I see why it could be, you know, a different kind of audience. But yeah, I, I like the, I like to be able to hold it, put it on my wall. So along those lines, Rob, like if you are buying these for art pieces, but you know, at those price points, you got to think safety and security. When do you get to share this with other people? Like, are you ever at a point where you think, oh, I'm going to have, you know, maybe not the mantle, but maybe this hundred thousand dollar card up on my wall, like under, you know, some nice lights or whatever the case may be like someone would do with like a nice, you know, Picasso or something like that in their house. Yeah. I mean, that's the goal, right? I mean, I, I don't want to just buy this thing to, to stock it away. You know, the problem is, yeah, you're right. Security, safety, insurance, but also, you know, I live, I live, I live on the beach, so it's very, you know, you have to make sure that the card is going to be safe from UV, from, you know, the environment. So, you know, right now I've got to figure that out because I don't want this nine to turn into an eight after displaying on my wall for 10 years, you know? So yeah. Um, there's a lot to figure out. And I've just been so busy with other things. I haven't had time to really, you know, dive in and get that knocked out. But uh, yeah, the goal is to put some dope cards on my wall for sure. I think nice. you made the better choice. Live on the beach, have a card on my wall. <laughs> I'd go beach. I think I want a agree. card on my wall and live in a shack. That's my life. At the beach. Jesse wants the best <laughs> of both worlds. Well, I, I will say this, Rob. I think it's cool too. Again, a lot of the big money guys who we've talked to you know, the 1% of the people coming in the hobby now who are spending millions, uh, you know, it's it's rare we find a lot of those guys are actual collectors. You know, they come into the yeah. space as collectors. I actually think it's kind of cool. That's what a lot of our audience has asked too, like even with me and Jesse, hey, it's cool you're giving us tips to invest to make money, but it's nice to see a collector still in the play. Yeah, because I'm, I'm still a big collector myself, but it sounds like this is for you. This is more about collecting and just enjoying the hobby than getting in and trying to, it doesn't sound like you're in like the daily flip and, you know, trying to hustle. I mean, obviously financially you don't need to be, but you're mostly invest. You're mostly collectible driven here. Yeah. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm not going to lie to you. When I first got into it, did I buy, you know, 20 Lucas thinking he's going to have a good game and go up. But if you think about it from my side, you know, <laughs> I got to sell a lot. I'm not, that's not my job. And I didn't really think about that when I'm jumping in. I'm not a flipper. I'm not a car dealer. So what am I going to do? The guy has a good game. I'm going to, I'm going to watch the game and then be ready and then flip 30 Lucas and then ship right. them all out. I mean, for me, that's just a lot of work. I think it's incredible for other people because that's their job. They're making extra money or they're making their full-time money. I think that's incredible. But for me, you know, it started that way. And then I'm, and I quickly realized, well, what am I doing here? And, um, and I also became addicted to, you know, the collection and collecting and same with, you know, with the mantle, you know, I had uh, an offer before I even wired the money on the card and, thought I would make a quick buck possibly if I wanted. And then once you get the card in your hand and you see it and you see how beautiful it is, and it's like so rare, you know, you can go and buy a $30 million house. And if someone offers you 60 million for it, you're like, yeah, of course I'll double my money quick, but I'll go and buy another house. Yeah. You can't find another mantle. You're not going to, in the same week I got offered 8 million for the card. And you know, my family's like, just take the money and run. I'm I'm like, no way. Are you kidding me? How can I replace? And that's what's so different about this. There's just, it's, you can't replace it. And, um, and that's where everything else in my life, 
you know, I'm okay. I don't have really emotional, I don't, things don't mean anything to me. Um, so it's not, you know, if you offered me whatever, I'm like, yeah, let's, let's take the deal. But this is so, I'm, I'm definitely a collector now. That's for sure. Oh, hey, so let me, last question. We'll let you get out of here, man. Again, appreciate you coming back. So you mentioned the 52 mantle and, and you're dead on. So I've been buying Willie Mays for that very reason. There's definitely gaps in the market, right? Some things have just gone up exponentially, but then all of a sudden you have iconic guys like those. To me, it was the 51 Bowman. I've been trying to buy high grades of those for the Mays because I just, Willie Mays to me has always kind of gotten, not overlooked, but but I felt like there's some, there's a ton of room for growth. So you said you felt like that with the mantle. Anything else you're targeting for that reason where you just feel like, hey, this is a, not that you're buying to flip it, but hey, this seems like it's way cheaper than it should be, a good value. Anything else stand out to you right now that you're, that you're eyeballing? Um, a few things. I just, if I said something one day and then the, and the prices went popped and I'm just trying to buy things. Um, and I'm not trying to, you know, but I did just buy a, uh, another, I mean, I bought like, um, I'll say things that may be out of the price range of the of most. So I bought like a 1916, uh, Babe Ruth rookie sporting news. So nice. again, I think, I think it's dope. You know, it's Babe Ruth who's so iconic and it's his rookie. It's over a hundred years old. Um, crazy. <laughs> so, I, mean, I, just, I think that's a cool one you know yep nice well hey we appreciate it man like i said thanks for taking the time twice joining us two yeah. weeks in a row we actually got you on this time next Is time we'll fun? have you on and we'll, we'll find out your age and how you pronounce your last name so i'm excited <laughs> keep so, it a secret yeah. i know yeah. i don't want to know the mystery's exactly. fun appreciate the time rob hey, we'll hoodie, by the way i'll have to get one. Oh man did Are you, you like this get a hoodie hood? you like that rob you guys look like you're about the same size rob it, i think this might this might work <laughs> It's no dope, but I mean, we're get we're we're coming up. People are talking. If I didn't sell the company, we'd have to do a collab. There we go. <laughs> All right, okay, thank well, you. Well, hey, we have a company still. We can make this happen. So, no, we appreciate the time, man. Thank you for jumping on. We'll catch you down the road. All right, guys. So that was Rob Go, Rob Goff, the un, un go. the the ageless wonder. Uh, I like it, man. It's actually cool to see like a an enthusiastic dude who's not just there to make money, uh, an actual collector. So yeah, man. There you go. Awesome. Talked a little sweating with the '90s again. Your favorite segment. You must be sweating wearing that sweatshirt. Like I, I, I made a earlier. huge mistake. It's a mistake. Um, Some quarterback but I'm talk. Keep it on. Uh, I'll be curious to see what Oladipo prices do, uh, like we talked about there with uh, Straight Cash Homie. And uh, yeah, if Rob buys, you know, another crazy card or buys anything else significant in the sports world, we'll definitely jump on with him. But we'll we'll beg him to come back a third time. So, guys, that was your episode. You're going back with the mask. You yeah. lost it for a while there. Yeah, I figured Rob uh, wanted to see my face, but now that he's gone, why not? Back I'm a mystery, mask. just like he was. Well, there you go. This is Sports Cards Nonsense. Like we always say, make sure you check out the website, sportscardsnonsense.com. We got all our card services there for grading, consignment, breaking, whatever you need, supplies. Uh, listen to us on Spotify or wherever else you get your podcast. Brought to you by The Ringer because they like us guys from Boston and our friends who are not from Boston <laughs> like Jesse. We'll catch you guys right. next week. Thanks for listening. Later. Later. Later.